0: road. Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ella Central Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300. Stay tuned
3: for Love Talk with Evelyn Davis and guest Linda Chandler. Love talking today about living a life of joy and hope.
4: Thank you, John. It is great to be in the studio today here at KTXW. Today's Christian talk, The Bridge. At 11.20 on uh, on the dial and uh, on the web as well. And so we are thrilled to be here. We're building bridges of love and leadership. Today we are going to talk, John, about love and about joy and about hope. And our guest today is Reverend Linda Chandler. Linda has been serving some as my intern here uh, on the news station. (laughs) And uh, she is the pastor of Austin Brethren Church and married to Gary Chandler, who is the superintendent of Copeland Schools. She's the mother of three boys and the founder of Hope Ministries, and she's the author of, a, of one book, Gates of Redemption, and then she writes a chapter in our book, Pray
5: and Praise Across
4: Texas, and the uh, which really does deal with the subject we'll be talking about today. Welcome, Linda. Great to have you here.
5: I am so excited to be here. <laughs> Any time that you and I get to do and promote Jesus Christ is just a fun time together.
4: Well, you are. A great part of our our team here with National Day of Prayer and uh, the Austin Prayer Council, Pastors Council. You worked greatly with them. and uh, I want us to talk today about being connected in God's uh, world uh, to the great Rede- Redeemer, the Messiah.
5: And, well, uh, yeah, because the- these are such busy days with that. I mean, everybody is preparing. We're in this preparation uh, during our season, but how can we not be preparing For the return of our Savior someday and and just in preparation of what we're doing day to day is just as we prepare those hearts with a love talk.
4: Well, you know, when we celebrate um, the birth of Messiah, the birth of the Redeemer, the birth of the lover of our life, uh, he is our rope of hope. Amen. Absolutely. Jesus Christ is our rope of hope. He came from heaven to tie our hearts to his heart and the heart of God. And uh, I just want to thank you for all you do in the way you serve him. And you have a great place in this city. And uh, people love you, and I love you, and I'm glad you're here today.
5: Well, I'm glad to be here. I mean, you've been my great role model. And I wish people could see you today because you are dressed beautifully like Christmas. And, um, you know, you have been a great spiritual I'm going to say mother, Uh and um, a role model for all of us here, and especially in the area of prayer, because more than anything, we need prayer today, and we need to uh, actually help people continue to prepare Mm -hmm. to be big prayer warriors for our beloved.
4: Well, that's where our strength comes from, God's Word, as we learn that and walk that. But our power comes from the fellowship and the worship Mm, with Him. And that's why, you know, church is so important. I I just believe that, you know, this—it it is the one thing that we can count on in this nation, that God has hold of. Not every church. But he does have his hand on the heart of pastors
5: in our nation today. I, I absolutely believe that because they are trying desperately to uh, bring forth that reality of God, that God is real. He does care about us. He does love us. He is sitting up on his throne, and he is in control of all things through his love. And, you know,
4: it is amazing me. Cindy, that he keeps track of us. He has a GPS that follows us everywhere we go. Exactly. And that is so hard for some people to understand. But we're excited about the season and the reason we're here. And uh, our scripture today is, Now may the Lord, God of hope, fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you will abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Uh, When we look at that, Linda, uh, that... That is Paul talking about what it is that God wants to give us. Abound in hope. Yeah. And joy. And he was talking to the, uh, he wrote this letter to the Romans Mm -hmm. who basically had come Mm -hmm. to know Christ. And they were discouraged. And, you know, that's what we need in this
5: season is a bigger picture of God with us. Do you agree? Absolutely, and a bigger picture of what he does through those attributes of hope and joy. Well, I, you know, when we think about that, Linda, um, we have to be realistic about
4: where we are living right now, and the time we're living in, and the world uh, when hope is uh, desperately needed.
5: Absolutely. You cannot turn on your TV in the evening and watch the news without thinking, oh, it almost feels like your hope would drain away. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to name a few of those things. The war and threat of war fills
4: every news story.
5: Mm -hmm.
4: Yes, it does. If if it's not that, it's death. It's it's the abandonment of life in this nation for the unborn. Uh, And one of the big things that troubles me, and I pray about a lot, is the religious freedom that we have in America today. The danger of our losing that.
5: Yes, yes. That and also... I think there's an assault on the family. Terrible. Mm-hmm. I mean, just people are just being fracked apart, and and kids are just kind of you know going every which way. And and I don't want to paint a bleak picture mm-hmm. because that's not what we're going to do today. But we have to be the reality, the, reality and the truth of the truth where we are of where now. we are today, and that that we are in danger of losing some freedoms, and and we just keep doing these knee jerk reactions to what happens in the in world. Definitions like you know there is a great. Movie And it's just
4: so strong in this nation to redefine marriage. Yes. And and then even
5: the gender confusion, you know, it's just sick. It is very, very, and it's very discouraging to people who are trying to stand in biblical truth Uh and what God, the safe boundaries of living. It's not because he wants to, you know, he's not this big mean God that sits up there and says, you know, you will do this. Mm -hmm. He's saying, I've given you safe boundaries of my love that will help you have families that can prosper, children that can grow up, uh, you know, a future where we're not harmed, but we have hope.
4: We have hope. You know, we've gone through a season of preparing for Messiah's birthday, and uh, all across America there have been major, major battles over the symbols of Christmas, we're talking about the creche or we're talking about the cross or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, these are things that have not been a part of my growing up, a part of the life that I've had. Uh, we've always honored that, but now it seems our nation... It's just throwing away part of their heritage, and and it's, it would be easy today for those of us who are Christ followers to just throw our hope away as well. Do you agree?
5: I do agree with that, and I think that you are. Right. Even in my day, I mean, we were still, you know, singing Silent Night and, uh, yeah. you know, quarters of the school as we went around and, and everything, and our, our – our, our, You made your Christmas trees. You talked about Jesus' birth. Mm -hmm. And now it's like that is not the politically correct thing. But but politically correct is to talk about all these other different uh, things that, you know, I don't even even know how to name them all. But it's just like, but we should have the freedom. Mm -hmm. Well, it's, uh, we're losing more and more
4: of that every day. Mm -hmm. Of course, we've read the end of the book, Linda, and our hope is not on government. Exactly. No. Uh, it's it, it it gives us freedom to do a lot of things that if we didn't have the right kind of government. And that's why it's so important for us to pray for our leaders with national day of prayer government is one of those seven pillars, seven mountains, seven centers. We call them centers because the center is things work off of that. Exactly. And you don't have to climb a mountain to get there. It's in the middle of your life. It is the
5: center exactly.
4: of who we are. And so when we look at it and we pray for our government, it is important we do that every day. And, and just yesterday, I, uh, you wrote a chapter in our book, Pray the yes. Praise Across uh, Texas. Uh, I was looking at... Um, Page, uh, well, actually, it was today, uh, page 10 in mm-hmm. the 49-day journal. And this is what it says. We look at, at this son, Jesus, and see God who cannot be seen. We look at this son and see God's original purpose yes. in everything created. For everything, absolutely everything, above and below, visible and invisible, rank after rank after rank, even angels, everything got started in him and finds its purpose in him. He was there before any of it came into existence and holds it all together right up to this moment.
5: Wow. You know, we'd be
4: shaking with fear, but when it comes to the church, he organized and holds it together like a head does a body.
5: Oh, that's, that's out of the scripture.
4: Praying for God's hope and purpose to be fulfilled by those who have been redeemed and those waiting to find him. That's why we're here at Love Talk, is we want to talk to those who've been redeemed. Who've given their life to the Lord Jesus? Who've been reborn with a new soul and new, just a whole new spirit. Well, to encourage them. Yes, and and then those that are waiting to know Him. You know, I am so astounded at the Good News Journal. Never a month passes I don't think. Now I'm getting a little old. Sometimes I think or doesn't work that we don't get back a birth certificate or a letter from saying really? someone saying I pray to receive Christ. Christmas two years ago, we got 26 birth certificates. Really? 26. And so, you know, when, when I look at our world and I look off, this, talk, talking about, we've got hope and we've got cheer. And we're going to talk about it right after we take our break. When we come back, we do want to talk about, Linda, I want you to define hope for us. I'd love to. All righty. Right after this, stay with us for Love Talk.
3: or www.timsmithlandscaping.com Stay tuned for Love Talk with Evelyn Davis and guest Linda Chandler. Love talking today about living a life of joy and hope.
4: Welcome back to Love Talk. We are in studio today with my very favorite friend, uh, pastor friend um, Linda Chandler. Linda is pastor of Austin Brethren Church and is the director and CEO for Host Ministries with the Worldwide Ministry. And Linda, we're just so glad to have you here. And you are you are the author of the book, uh, Gates of Redemption, yes. is that right? Yes, but I am. You're a co-author of our book, Praising and Praising Across Texas. And people, you can get that, a copy of that if you'd like to, to go to the website, ndpaustin.org, or give us a, a call, and Linda will be happy to help you find a copy. Uh, and then we've been talking about the state of uh, terror. Yes. Uh, and I don't like to use that word, but that's basically what people's hearts are troubled with today is fear of what's going to happen tomorrow, or what might even happen today is, is our nation is in the process of changing. A lot of things are changing. Marriage is changing. Gender issues is changing. We're losing some of our freedoms. But we are not without hope because Jesus Christ is our Uh robe of hope. Absolutely. And we start now. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit.
5: That's what our scripture is today. Would you define for us the word hope. I'd love to, and I and I like that. If we go into abound in hope, that means it just wants to just burst forth with hope. Hope is a very tricky concept. If we just view it as if it's an idea or a theory, because it can appear very elusive to us. Uh, just like you know, people say, "Oh, do angels really do watch over us." Hmm. Uh, we're told they surround us in the scriptures, but since we can't see them, sometimes we doubt that truth. However, just as angels are review, revealed in scripture and they were very necessary to God's creation oh. they're all through the nativity story oh, yes. Come, Gabriel comes to Mary uh, uh, G- Gabriel goes to Zechariah to to announce the birth of John the Baptist who's going to help Jesus along the way uh, you've got uh, he appears to Joseph when Joseph says getting uh, ready
4: to run out of town right, you know, <laughs> hey I'm
5: not sure I didn't b- bargain into this there's, there's so much about angels being messengers um, and and I think that they're distributors of hope but the the point is hope is really a living perception of the divine. It's a very necessary ingredient to living. You've got to have hope. Hope is what begins to produce all the other belief and love and in joy and you've got to have hope. And I think it is a life giving seed that has to be nourished and grown inside of us if we're going to thrive in this environment that God puts us into that is not always peaceful, mm-hmm. that is sometimes filled very much with chaos and uh of the different and things and, and fear, and, fear terror. and terror. Disappointment, too. You right. Know, just, uh, oh, disappointment is huge. You just think, oh, really? Really? This is what today is about? But. We have to keep nourishing that hope, that seed of hope. There's a scripture that will help us here in God's wisdom book, which is Proverbs. Mm -hmm. And it says this in 1312 of Proverbs, hope deferred makes the heart sick, but desire fulfilled is a tree of hope.
4: A tree of hope. A tree
5: of hope. So it grows into something magnificent. Mm -hmm. So it's got to be understood that it's a very living, hope is a very living thing. It can diminish and die on the vine when we do not view it as a living. It's just, oh, it's a concept. I don't have hope, you know. It has to be viewed as a living thing. And so it says it makes our hearts sick. Well, we know that that's true. Why do people... um, commit uh, suicide yes. or have things it's because they have no hope. It's Nothing is there. It's already death is already occurring within that heart of your hearts, And so we just know that hope, if it's delayed or postponed, you know, if we mm-hmm. think that that can make our heart sick. But sometimes we have to understand that that delay or postponement just means we're in a waiting period, mm-hmm. but we keep the hope alive. Um, and so I, I think that it's just really, we, for hope to abound, we have to see it as a living presence. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm going to trace that back and say, who is the living presence Jesus was the greatest so man of hope that ever lived because he's divine. He's the son of God. This is what the season is all about. And he's the one that plants that, the true seed of hope inside of us. And so we just got to keep watering it. When you think
4: about that, uh, Linda, it is uh, so easy for us to get, uh, tangled, entangled in just, uh, things that, um, Take our strength away, that take our faith away. Uh, when we look at the world and we pray and, and then we don't see God answering or see God bringing what we
5: perceive that we need, um, it is easy to just throw your hope well, away. Well, of course it is. And so I want to ask you, Evelyn, because you would have known during the times of, I mean, I, you were probably just a tiny baby or something, but you know, let's look at hope from a political arena even during the time of uh, World War II. Oh, my because gosh. Because people are saying now we're going, like, into World War Three. You know, they are saying that's on the TV with some of the political candidates and things like that. You know, they're, they're looking back and even saying things about Nazi Germany. Can you speak to well, that? You know,
4: Linda, um, I grew up in a time. In <coughs> I, I was born in the Great Depression. Okay. And my dad uh, did well. He, you know, there were times that he didn't have. The, uh, there was no work, but mm-hmm. we uh, we were not a Christian family, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I've likened it to kind of what um, Texas is going through right now. You know, all is just bottomed out. Yes. It's just so uh, cheap, and that's good for families. But
5: but many people lost jobs we because have,
4: of that. Also, during, during the holiday seasons, we had a family. Uh, get together in Humble, uh, in uh, Toscacito Kings, uh, King, whatever that is, uh, and three of my nieces and nephews have just recently lost their job oh. in Houston, and they, the, you know, they're college graduates, they're professionals in their field, but the the all companies are cutting back. Yes, and you know they and they uh, and the reason I mention this is because. You know, I'm the oldest one in the whole bunch, and they come to me for, you know, to crawl on my shoulder. And I yes. say, honey, just perk it up, you know. Just don't find this something to do. Pass. Yeah, find something to do until the Lord places you where he wants you to be. Mm-hmm. That's the advice I give. Mm-hmm. You know, go down there to the... Uh, Salvation Army and, and sort dirty clothes that people bring in. Do something mm-hmm. as you're seeking.
5: Don't sit there and just and, wring r- your hands and flop your... And mope
4: without hope is what exactly. I call it. You're moping around here without hope. So uh, And I only mention that because I know even in Austin we've got those situations. And, and of course we're worldwide on the web. People across this world are just hanging on by their toenails. Their fingernails are gone. They're hanging on by toenails. But you know, It's because we put our hope in the wrong thing, and one of them is in political arena. And in Nazi Germany, um, the Germans in 1930, and I was born in 1931, were promised a return to the glory days Mm -hmm. after the devastation of World War One, because you know they got a big blow. Oh yes, they did. And and so they had this young, bright, good-looking, handsome guy come along named Adolf, and uh, they started to. He started to paint a picture of the good old days that was going to be theirs. But the, and the Germans fell for it. They thought it was a really good idea, and so they hung on to every promise of hope and change that that came across the the radio at that time. Yes, and it it was a desire in their heart to have a good life. Yes, but they looked to the wrong source for their hope and. Uh, you know, they're harding. They're just comparisons today in, in the times in we live in America of Nazi Germany.
5: Well, I think with the, you know, kind of anything goes and that, you know, that'll be, everybody will be so happy, but then they begin to restrict certain groups' freedoms and, and, you know, and so we have to, then we're like, whoa, uh-huh. whoa, because that's how it starts out. Oh, you want everything? Yeah. Anything goes, you know, whoever you want to marry, however you want to construct wow. your family. You know all of this, and we glorify certain things, but then slowly we begin to uh, encroach on your freedoms.
4: Absolutely, and you get caught up in that to where there's a, there's no return. Mm-hmm. You know, we mm-hmm. we're seeing that in in Syria today. Mm-hmm. You know, we're seeing it everywhere. See, just you know, all the things that happen in Paris happen in Paris, and then of course out in Redlands, California. You know, these are things that. That are shaking the nation's yes. heart for hope. Yes. But our hope is not in government. Too many people in America have made government God.
5: Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's like when you're saying that you told your nieces and nephews, go out, sort clothes or do this. But everybody, there is so much in our government today of the government, oh, we'll take care of you. Yeah. We'll we'll do your, you know, uh, you, oh, you can't work. We'll send you a check. And then we've got families that have been doing that for eons. Yeah. And it just becomes a living testament. And so hope is stolen from them in right. a way because they they have no hope that they can do anything any better or any different.
4: My mom used to say, you're fishing in a stagnant pond.
5: Mm -hmm. You're not Mm -hmm. catching a fish in a stagnant pond. Exactly. Well, another thing that we sometimes as Christians, we make God Santa Claus. Absolutely. And and then that becomes, you know, oh, you know, just pray and it'll happen. Well, if you pray and it doesn't happen, then it's like, well, it's like the child that didn't get what they wanted. Uh Sorry, um, he's not real. Santa Claus isn't real, so yeah. he's not real.
4: Yeah, and you know that's logical thinking, and we like make a lot of our decisions first of all by law, and then mm-hmm. logic, and love. That's the only way we make a decision. But you know, uh, there's been a little thing we've been seeing flashed around on the on the YouTube that says America's only hope is not in a donkey, <laughs> not in an elephant, but what is it? In, it's a, in lamb. a lamb.
5: Who is that lamb, Linda? Well, we know that that lamb is Jesus Christ. He is our living hope. Um and so hope is not in a political party, but only only in Jesus Christ. He's the only one that can change our nation by transforming hearts, but it's or transforming lives really, mm-hmm. but it's only one heart at a time,
4: one heart at a time.
5: One heart at a time. So every listener here you are part of a bigger plan with your heart, and if, if if hope lives in you and say, you know what, hmm, maybe the TV p- uh, portrays uh, a bleak picture, but no, I know the one that can change all things.
4: Well, it's time for us to take our break. Let's do that, and we'll come, we'll be back with a love talk right after this.
6: Day after day, we are constantly hearing about how bad everything is. Isn't it about time to hear about what's right and good? Isn't it time for some good news? If your answers are yes, then you need the Good News Journal. The Good News Journal is published by KTXW's own Evelyn Davidson. The Good News Journal is an inspirational, patriotic journal published bi-monthly to bring you God's good news. The Good News Journal, 249-6535, or read it online at thegoodnewsjournal.net.
3: Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow, these guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca. And they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith, 512-848-0659 or 512-258-0093 or www.timsmithlandscaping.com.
0: George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. So, big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334 7300.
3: Stay tuned for Love Talk with Evelyn Davis and guest Linda Chandler. Love talking today about living a life of joy and hope.
4: Welcome back to Love Talk. We are in studio today I'm talking with Linda Chandler, Pastor Linda. And we've been talking about as we look at our lives today and we just see it's filled with a lot of holes a lot of needs, a lot of fears, a lot of desires. Um, and uh, we live in a time, Linda, when things are changing. And when things change is when we as Christians really have to grab hold of our rope of hope, and that's Jesus Christ. And, we, you know, we were talking about, you know, there, it's not in a political party. America's ho- only hope is not in a donkey, not in an elephant. Not in an elephant, not a donkey, but a lamb
5: absolutely and what is,
4: and who is that lamb? what well, that the lamb, lamb is seen?
5: well, that lamb is Jesus Christ, and he was humble, and he was obedient to his father, even unto the death, you know and um and, and so he he gives us this great hope because. We know, too, that uh, when uh, he appears again, he will not be just the Lamb. He will be the Lion of Judah, the Father's praise, oh. the great praise. But he's the one that, that we go to in our humility and in our humbleness um, to ask him about changing our nation by transforming lives one at a time. And, and what do we have to stand on that? Well... We look at the Apostle Paul that's in the New Testament. He was a murderer. He persecuted us. Yeah. Uh, well, if we would have been born and during that time, right after uh, Jesus's death and resurrection, he was out persecuting, thinking that these people don't get it. They're following some other way. And um, so he was murdering people. But at the right moment, and I believe it was because mm-hmm. there was a praying church in Jerusalem, uh Jesus met him by the wayside on his road to Damascus. And he literally, you know, appeared before him and stopped him in his tracks. I think this is so much like the personal reports we're having today of the Muslims over in the Middle East that are having dreams of Jesus and coming in. So we can't discount how God is using even people that look like persecutors, that he's appearing and he changes their hearts like he did Paul. And Paul wrote this in uh, Romans 8 um 18 to 25 for i consider the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us for the earnest expectation of creation eagerly awaits for mm-hmm. the revealing of the sons and i would say daughters of god for the creation was subjected to futility not willingly but because of him who subjected it in hope? We are God's hope of glory. You know, we are, Linda, and uh, people look at us
4: and they don't understand sometimes uh, how it is that our faith uh, and our acceptance. Is so
5: strong. How we can just wait on God? Because we read stuff but, like that that says that He, we are His hope and glory. He's waiting for us to. be. He wants every heart, every person, and then that hope is what produces a longing. You know, you're growing and you just, you just long to be in His presence.
4: Well, there there is a fruitless hope, and then there is a powerful hope, mm. and mm-hmm. I I do believe we in a position in america right now linda and that's what we're talking about we you know when nazi when adolf hitler went into all all of europe he went in with a message of hope i'm going to change things well change is not necessarily god is not something god necessarily blesses when it's a man's picture of how he controlled and whether it's in in government, or it's in a family, or wherever it is. Exactly. Hope comes when we trust and we hold on to mm-hmm. that rope of faith. Because that's where our joy comes from. That's where our our excitement comes from, is seeing God and knowing God. God, you're bigger than this. I, I'm so glad you're bigger than this. But, you know, as we look at where we are, and that's what we're doing today, is we're looking at America and looking at Texas. And we mentioned, you know, the, our book that... Uh, that's still available if you're interested. You can go to our website. Praying
5: to... and Praising Across Texas. Texas.
4: Uh, we, I'm in the process. I have outlined it, and this is our first time to mention this, a new book, and it's called Praising First and Praying Across America. Mm. And we uh, in the coming year, National Day of Prayer, and you, you serve on our Board of Directors, so I, you give me permission to talk about this, uh, We uh, Our theme for next year is Wake Up America. Oh, wow. Wake Up America, and it comes out of Isaiah. Uh, Two and a half years ago, Franklin Graham, uh, when it was 2013, Franklin Graham was the National Honorary Prayer Chairman. Yes, he was. And he wrote a prayer for all of us to pray at noontime on the National Day of Prayer. And Two weeks prior, uh, he had been uh, scheduled to speak in the Pentagon. And two weeks prior to that day, uh, his invitation to speak was rejected or was revoked because they'd already accepted it. And so he began praying, and he prayed all of last year mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and six months of this year as to what God would have him do. And he said, God told him to go to every state in the nation. Go to the capital if possible. And call the preachers
5: out okay. of the public. Well it's to wake up means you've got to turn back from where you've been going. You gotta repentance. So it sounds and like he's calling us to repentance. And the people out of the pews to the public place of repentance
4: for where we are in this nation and what we've not been doing and what we've got to change. But even more than that, he's throwing out the rope of hope, which is Jesus Christ. And so, you know, when we look at where we are, we, you know, worry uh,
5: will weigh the wagon down if you worry long enough.
4: It's worthless.
5: Well, if our whole theme is awake, what do you do when you wake up in the morning? You have a decision. Am I going to just lay here in bed and pull the covers (laughs) over my head and not get up? Now, I'm telling you, there's been days where I kind of wanted to do that. (laughs) But the challenge is, which I think that Franklin Graham is calling America to, to wake up and to repent and turn back, is to get out of bed, face the day. Mm-hmm. And begin to pray fervently for our nation, and to do the positive things that change hearts mm-hmm. and change people. To give people a picture of hope, don't you think? Oh, absolutely! And that's what we. We'll, I want us to paint a picture of hope, Linda.
4: Uh, Jeremiah gives us a very definite oh. uh, direction. What
5: I, does he say? I I love it because he says in Jeremiah twenty-seven eleven, for I know. What plans I have in mind for you, plans for well-being, not for harm, plans to give you a hope and a future. And when you call to me and pray to me, I will listen to you. When you seek me, you will find me, provided that you seek me wholeheartedly and I will find you will find me. I will let you find me," he says. You know, "says the Lord. Wow! That how could you not have hope from something like that?
4: And that that was under old covenant when when Israel was being faced with enemies on every every massive.
5: side. Right before yes, and, and wars you, and everything. And when you look
4: at where they were in their hope, their hope was in in God the Father uh, that He would send. Whatever his their need was, that he would fill, and he had done that through all the ages with the with the Hebrew
5: children. Every time they needed something, he
4: provided it.
5: Absolutely, but it had to be a need. The, the well, need. it has to be a need, and it has to be the reality that you're seeking. It said, "What wholeheartedly?" And remember, hope deferred, or if we let, uh-huh. if we don't lose hope, we get heart sick. So you're not gonna you're not gonna approach him with your whole heart. So you know, possibly this Franklin Graham coming out too. It's we need a heart doctor. Well, and uh, he's, he's calling us in and saying, let's get our hearts in shape and let's do, let's awaken to, uh, to take that rope of hope in and the pull excitement it of knowing yes. that God is
4: and He's working. You mentioned Tom Doyle. Tom works up in the he is he works in. Out
5: of Dallas, does he not? But he goes to the Middle East. But
4: he's between Fort Worth and Dallas. Is what I was trying to say. But he travels to Iran and to Israel and works with Islamic believers that have come to know the Lord Jesus. Absolutely, sometimes with some of the strangest ways, kind of like Paul. Well, exactly. Paul was taken down the road, and suddenly God just shined the light, headlights on him. So, said,
5: see, we have modern-day Pauls. How can that not give you hope today? Yeah. That Jesus is appearing just like he did to 2,000 years ago. Yeah. And not only just in in the Middle East, you know, among the
4: work, but up in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, not necessarily with John Doyle, although part mm-hmm. of it has been his ministry. Last August... They counted up the number of converts of Islamic men. It was over three
5: thousand. Oh my goodness! Can you
4: can That's you wrap like the your Book mind of Acts
5: right there Absolutely. that God would fall down? So that just tells me that this scripture is not just some old ancient thing from the past, but it's saying when you sink me, you're going to find me. Yes. provided that you do it with your whole heart, and I think provided that you understand it's to give hope to us and so that we are hope givers. That's
4: right. There are three principles I want us to talk about a little okay. bit. Number one, God is good all the time,
5: mm-hmm. and we're his beloved. Amen. Yes. What does that mean, Linda? Well, I think that that means this. If God is for us, who could really be ah, against us? I love that. I mean, that's, Paul wrote that. Yeah. If to the Romans again. He just said, quit, you know, get yeah. fear out. Yeah. And it says perfect uh, love cast out, out fear. Mm-hmm. So there there you go. I mean, it's just building blocks. Second one, he's not out to harm us, but to, get,
4: but to give us hope and a future. That's what uh, Jeremiah said. Exactly. God told him, Jeremiah, I know what my plans are. And we have to look back at that time, and Israel was shaken to the very bone of every. Every soul in the nation.
5: But see he's saying call, call to me because I'm the hope giver. I am I am hope. I am your hope. And I'm not and, through with you yet. What he right. this and also God was saying, I am your future. Yes. Your future is in a living reality. Well, our hope is in the sun
4: that lives within. Yes. And I, I call ever I don't say Sun, I always say Sunday is S O N Day, not S U N. Exactly. But He is His Spirit, the power of His presence comes in as a special gift to us when we pray to receive Him and confirm our faith in Him. He gives us the ability and the gifts that we need. He gives us three things when it happens. First of all, is the Holy Spirit comes to reside. Secondly, he gives us a special spiritual gift. Some of us is talking. Some of us is listening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yes. a gift. And then as that works through our mind, will, and emotion in our soul, it comes back and gives us that last gift. And that is the spiritual gift. The gift of the Spirit mm-hmm. to operate. And that's what he uses in us. So he understands. You know, pump us up and throw us out there and let the air out. No. He drives, guides us. He drives us in the direction that will make and bless him. And so, Linda, when we look at the circumstances around us, they could overwhelm us. But hope seems deferred. What do you do? You call out to God and pray. That's his,
5: what's the his promise out to
4: me is to listen to his children. Mm-hmm. When we come back, we're going to talk about what it is he does give us in these twirling times, these transient times, these times of change, to remember that the unchangeable fact of our lives comes with Emmanuel. Right after this, stay with us. Day after
6: day, we are constantly hearing about how bad everything is. Isn't it about time to hear about what's right and good? Isn't it time for some good news? If your answers are yes, then you need the Good News Journal. The Good News Journal is published by KTXW's own Evelyn Davidson. The Good News Journal is an inspirational, patriotic journal published bi-monthly to bring you God's good news. The Good News Journal, 249-6535, or read it online at thegoodnewsjournal.net.
1: Hi, this is Steve Washburn, pastor at First Baptist Church, Pflugerville. We're the ones who just built that beautiful new 33,000-square-foot worship center there on Pecan Street, just as you town. Say, listen, if you're looking for a church home, I wish you'd come check us out. Lots of other folks sure are. Daniel Reclus is one of the area's most gifted choral directors, and he has reinvented one of the only genuinely traditional worship services in the area for those of you who are boomers and long to return to the joyful worship of your youth. Listen, Google us at First Baptist Pflugerville and come see us.
0: Was your website built by a programmer or a marketer? It makes a difference, a huge difference. Think Marketing is a local boutique ad agency that builds websites around you, your business, and your customers. This approach is Y-O-U-centric. Visit ThinkMarketingTexas.com to learn more. That's ThinkMarketingTexas.com. It won't cost you to sit down and find out how you can have a website that looks fantastic while making you money. Come on, isn't it time to update your website? ThinkMarketingTexas.com. Think Stay tuned for Love Talk with
3: Evelyn Davis and guest Linda Chandler. Love talking today about living a life of joy and hope.
4: Welcome back to Love Talk. We've had a good time today, Linda, with Linda Chandler. And Linda, uh, I just get so thrilled and so excited when we talk about Emmanuel, God with us. Mm-hmm. and Because we're living in some tormenting times right now, but there are some things we just have to remember. Jesus loves us, and he forgives us, and he cares for us, and he has provided a, an eternal way of connection with him, that he can do all these things. You know, on, uh, Isaiah constantly spoke of a great man uh, whose 33 years of life would change the world forever. He even foretold the first Christmas, Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. The sign will be a virgin with a child and give birth to a son. And we will call him Emmanuel. That means God.
5: He is with, with us. us, and that's exciting because that's what our wake up call for America is. Well, exactly, and you know, Christmas is a celebration of this Emmanuel God with us, and we're supposed to be waking up. I think it's real interesting that even the the greatest film that has been everybody's anticipating in secular in the secular world yeah. is um, this new Star Wars that's going to come out in a week, and it's called The Force Awakens. <laughs> the Force and Awakens. I just think, wow, you know, God just uses everything to. Speak to his people. And uh, it's not that Jesus has been asleep, but sometimes I think it's some of his people have been. Because remember, that's what Paul was saying, that the creation is eagerly awaiting for the revealing of the mm-hmm. sons of God mm-hmm. uh, because uh, we've been subjected to futility. We've made things are not going the way we want them to in the world, but because of him... He subjected it so that we would have hope. We would be his living seeds of hope with the the seed of hope, Jesus Christ, in us, God with us. Yeah. Well, that's what Emmanuel is. And he did what he said he would
4: do. Jesus came and we just have a wonderful season in America of celebrating that every year. We, we, you know, Merry Christmas is what we say. Merry is not M-E-R-R-Y, it's not M E R R Y, it's M A R Y. He used a Mary, an unplanned pregnancy, exactly, to bring about the greatest love gift that the world has ever that it has known. Ever known. Mm-hmm. And, and the Lord, you know, the labors uh, prior to that time, they waited and waited and waited, just like we're waiting right now, because He said, "I will come again, I will receive you unto myself." And you know, it might be we've had a rough year, but uh, maybe we're not seeing a lot of reason to celebrate. But, you know, our work and toil has not been forgotten because we are in a position to be used of God in a might, great and mighty way. And, you know, there is great news of joy and hope. And I want us to talk about some of those, Linda.
5: Well, I think that we need to know that if you're somebody that just, you know, well, hey, listening to us today and says, you know, well, sorry, but I just don't feel that joy and hope. You know, I've, I have a broken family. I have. Uh, Uh, My child is sick. My parents are sick. I'm taking care. You know, there's so many stresses. You look to Jesus because he answers our need for love. All of us want to be loved and be significant. And we know we work off that scripture for God so loved. Just think about that. For he loved. doesn't say that he needed to, you know, discipline and beat us up or anything. It says he loved us. That he gave his greatest gift, which is a part of himself, his son. That whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. That's your future. That's your hope and your future. To to believe to 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 believe in the living hope of God is to believe in Emmanuel, God with us. Jesus, he is the reason for the season. Absolutely, <clears throat> you know the 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 happiest
4: scripture. I think uh, it. Um, Regarding
5: Jesus, is John 10, 10. I have come so that you may have life. And have it abundantly. There you go. And he says he wants hope to, Paul was writing, we need hope to abound. Uh If you you realize that, but that you don't base your life, you don't base your life on the things of this world. uh, Because Jesus is also your need. He's going to guide you and say, Mm -hmm. there's other things um, that, that, that. You know, you can be somebody else's rope of hope. You can, even in this hard situation, for you to stand up and say, you know what, I'm going to get it together. I am not letting, I'm not going to be heart sick anymore because I have Jesus. He's going to fill you with so much encouragement that it's going to flow out in somebody else.
4: Well, he he does give us guidance, and the Holy Spirit does that. Absolutely. You know, it's like a powerful GPS. He knows where you are every minute of the day. And he knows where I am, and he guides us. That's what he does.
5: Well, And we need to ask him. If we're in relationship with him, if he's in your heart, or if you haven't known him, just ask him. That's what he's there for. He's also there for as a world's need for peace. Oh. Because um he said, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be, be troubled. Trouble. Don't let them be sick, And don't be afraid. And, and, and the whole thing is what Isaiah said, he's going to be mighty God, wonderful counselor, prince of peace. peace. He brings the peace. He is our peace.
4: You know, we look at where we are and we look at, um, how people are fleeing from one country to another and, and taking with them the evil that has brought them to the point where they have been. Mm-hmm. Just, our world is shaking in that regard, Linda. Yes. And, you know, just in the recent weeks with the terror attacks we've had here in our own nation, it tells us that times have changed. Yes. And that we are in danger if we do not come to the point that God can fulfill the needs that we have so that we might be used by him in a way that will make a difference in the world in which we live. He has given us a great opportunity in this nation,
5: well, it's to love, walk, and love, talk because that's where all the terrorism comes from it 's from hearts that have no hope in them anymore it's from hearts to think that the only way is to to, to violence or to wipe out and 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 that's not what Jesus did. Mm-hmm. He came to love us and to love us back into the father and so and i'm not talking about a mambly pambly kind of love i'm talking about a disciplined Love and a choice to love others more than even yourself.
4: Well, when we look at
5: that and
4: we see that um, there is a need, there's always a need for greater hope. Mm-hmm. Uh, none of us are immune to uh, being disappointed or being um, misused or abused Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, are without something we feel like we really need? Uh, and yet we are so blessed mm-hmm. that God said he owns the cattle on a thousand hills. hills. Yes. And it belongs to him. What belongs to him belongs to us, Linda. And as we look at it and we think about what it is that we have to do to, to get this hope, we want to talk about what it is that... Will make a difference in the lives well, of Well, then those. we
5: have to go back to the Jeremiah. He says, I want to give you a hope and a future. But he says, what do you have to do? You have to call unto me. We have to call for him to give us guidance. Each person, even personally, needs to call out for that. We need to admit, you know what, Father? Obviously, we haven't gotten it all. We, we don't even understand Emmanuel, God with us. So we've got to admit. This is kind of in your ABC thing, mm-hmm. uh, Evelyn. You know, A, you've got to admit you're lost. And that you need hope. You know, give me more hope. Fill me for Make it abound in my life. And that means to accept his plan of love and life. It's a disciplined life. You know, well, that, it that, is. That's, a, that's a problem we have in our world today. Nobody wants to be disciplined. And and, and, I, and that's not it's punishment.
4: World. You know, you don't get until you give.
5: Exactly. And then, so the blessing is to become disciplined and focused on him. Have your focus, the, your bullseye, your point. Then believe, your B is to believe that he alone is the answer to life and eternity. He is our hope. He is our future forever. And then see, is, you know, confess your sin. And sin just means missing the mark of what the best mm-hmm. was that God is. And accept his grace, his favor, his blessings. He says, I want to bless you. I want to give you hope and right. a future. That is not a God that doesn't love us. Yeah. That is love in the extreme. So, you know, Lena,
4: when we offer that to those that are listening today, it is a gift. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's a gift of add, love. It's just like Christmas. You know, yes, Christmas comes, and God, it's a reminder of what God has given to anyone that will reach out their hand and take it. And so that's what we offer you today. Linda, it's, it's
5: wonderful having you here. We, uh, you are just so delightful. Well, I'm just so excited. I feel like we're giving a Christmas gift today. I, I'm like excited. I want to unwrap God all over again. <laughs> we We've ready to lose today. Amen. Tell,
4: tell our friends how they get in touch with you.
5: You can call me, 512 um, 203 7293. It's 512 203 7293. I'd talk to you about your need or whatever it is that you need. And, um, I, I,
4: well, you pray do with that. You. Well, that's the thing that we do. And we would say to you, thank you for joining us today. And Linda, thank you so much. It's we my really pleasure. are excited about where we're going. And let me remind you again to begin to pray now for mm-hmm. the year 2016. It's not that far off. And God's got some great plans for Texas.
5: Yes, he does. And uh, And America.
4: And America. I have
5: hope in it.
4: Well, one of the things that that will be happening, and we'll find out probably in the next couple of weeks, when our event will be held with the... Decision America Tour 2016. Ah, oh, it's when Franklin Graham's coming. When Franklin in. Graham comes. And, of course, we'll begin to work toward National Day of Prayer, which this year our theme is Wake Up America. Mm-hmm. And then one really exciting thing, Linda, is that we'll celebrate 40 years in 2016. Oh, that's so National significant. Woo, 40 and, Van, years. and Van's going to give me a party. Oh, good. We're coming out of the wilderness. We're going to the promised land. Yeah, we, it's going to be the promised land, so we'll let you know about that. But begin now praying for our state, for our nation, for our leaders. And you can do that by going to the web, ndpaustin.org, and, and download the Governor Greg Abbott's uh, prayer guide. It is available. But in the meantime, I want to thank you wherever you are today to know that God has a, a basket of blessings waiting mm-hmm. to give you. If you would just come to him and say, Lord Jesus, here I am. Take my life and live your life in me. You can get in touch with us on the love line at 512-249-6535 or on the web at lovetalknetwork.com. I always get those mixed up. <laughs> lovetalknetwork.com. But in the meantime, just pray. And thank you, John, so much for helping us today. Uh, we just are so thrilled with John and uh, Uh, Our new station here at KTXW and we would ask you again to just seek the Lord Jesus. He's seeking you.